Did you know that BDSM and kink are healthy outlets for aggression, imagination, and attention? Hi, welcome to The Partition, home of kinky wellness. My name is Dana Shergel, and I am a sexual wellness instructor that dives deep into all things kinky. I'm here to show why kinky sexual wellness deserves a rightful spot within the wellness conversation. So let's talk about it. Hey, and welcome back. Last week, I talked about how BDSM and kink is such a great space for exercising EU stress, which is one of the good stresses we need to bring into our life more often. But you know what else is great about BDSM and kink? It's a great space for having cathartic experiences. But let's pause here for a second and answer the question, what does the word cathartic mean? Well, the word cathartic originates from the Greek word catharsis, and catharsis means purification or cleansing. In general, cathartic refers to any experience, activity, or expression that allows you to release pent-up emotions, which in turn provides emotional relief. Now, there are different ways that you can gain cathartic experiences. For example, two big ones are journaling or watching an emotionally charged movie. With journaling, you can write your thoughts and feelings and experiences down in a reflective and private manner that only you can see. A good example of this is writing letters to yourself. You can write to your future self about all the things you want to accomplish in the future or short-term goals you wish to achieve, which is great since New Year's is just around the corner. Or... You can write to your past self and explain things. You know, you can explain certain actions, behaviors, or things that have happened to you that you want to sort out. And you can even apologize to yourself for some things that you want to cringe about, which is also important because we all know that we've done things we aren't proud of. But even still, you need to find a way to forgive yourself for those things. So journaling can be an outlet for you. But journaling doesn't always have to be about writing to yourself. You can use it to write to other people. For example, say there's someone in your life you really wish you could say something to, but you can't talk to them. Maybe it's not safe for you to talk to them. Maybe they are passed away. Maybe you want to say something, but you know it won't actually change anything between you and the person you're trying to write to. But still... You need to get those emotions out. So writing letters or messages to those people is a great way to express and release whatever emotions you have without actually making contact. And if writing isn't for you, you can try again watching an emotionally charged movie that aligns with whatever feelings you want to express. So if you're sad, watch a sad movie. If you're angry, watch a war movie. If you need hope or encouragement, then try watching a movie about a hero. Watching movies is a really good way to see something and connect with characters from a different perspective, because even if the storyline isn't exactly the same that you're going through, and it, but you know it has enough similarities, you're still able to connect with the emotion that the character is going through. And sometimes you might not actually have a similar case at all, but it still invokes that emotion that they are going through, because for instance, I have an example, right? So there was a point in my life where any time I needed to cry quickly, and I mean quickly, like right now I have to get this energy out. I would watch these Mother Day Sick Kids commercials that the Toronto Hospital used to put out. And 
it would totally do the trick because they were just so gut-wrenching and I would just cry instantly. And then after I had that big cry, I would feel good because I didn't have to walk around with the weight of all that energy inside of me. And sometimes we just need that extra little push to get us to connect to whatever emotion we need to get out. But then we have acting. Acting out cathartic experiences is just as good. And this is where BDSM and kink comes in. Because again, a lot of activities within BDSM and kink don't require or involve sexual activity at all. It's more about the energy and feelings that people are having in the moment. So if you're feeling sad, you can use BDSM and kink to create a consenting and ethical situation that helps you become more connected to that feeling of sadness in order to release it. Now, it doesn't always have to be sadness. It can be anything, right? But whatever actions, behaviors, or language that you need to be done to you or said to you, that's up to you. That doesn't have to make sense to anybody else. This is your moment, but you do need to take responsibility that you have to do it in an ethical and consenting way. And again, this is kind of where I really like power exchange relationships so much because they really do come in handy because your partner is there to help you connect to whatever feeling or emotion you want to connect with. So for example, right, we're sticking with sadness. If you need someone to speak to you in a specific tone or say specific messages that invokes a feeling of sadness so that you're able to connect to it in that moment, then so be it. Who fucking cares? This is your moment. This is you. This is about you. In order for the moment to be cathartic, you really need to feel that feeling. You have to allow it to consume you 100%. So you need to acknowledge it. You need to feel it. You need to breathe it. You need to live it. You need to do all the things to make it a real life moment. Because at its core, having cathartic experiences is there to help express any deep-seated emotions we have in a controlled and supportive environment which is what we need to do in order to process them and inevitably release those emotions too. At this point, we know that if we don't express or release the emotions that we have inside of us, that's when we start to cause ourselves harm or we explode at the wrong people or we shut down or we retreat inwardly or you know, all of these actions are very self-destructive. And quite frankly, suppressing our emotion is a big component of why some people are not able to achieve personal growth. In my case, by embracing cathartic experiences, I have been able to confront past traumas and express emotions on a need-to-need basis, which helps my mental and emotional load because I can unload the negative emotions when I need to or really release that excess energy, right? But it also showed me so much about myself. For example, looking back in my years here, subconsciously, there was a lot of situations where I was acting out of helplessness because one, a lot of things that have happened to me happened because I was helplessness or I couldn't really change the situation because I was young. So deep down inside, there is a part of me that has become very familiar to the feeling of helplessness. It's like an old friend, I want to say, like, I know it very well and I'm not shy around it. And, you know, helplessness was a feeling that I, I grew up with. But, you know, the older that I got, of course, more avenues and opportunities for me to not, and I mean not be helpless, started to pop up. But because I wasn't fully aware that there was a part of me that felt so comfortable in the feeling of helplessness, 
you know, again, because I was familiar to it. I see that I was acting out in this helpless manner when I really didn't need to. So how BDSM and kink helped me is that I was able to create situations, or I guess I am right now currently able to create situations where I can connect to the feeling of helplessness. And it really gets my kinky kick out of it, you could say. And then there's a part of me like, and then, yeah, like that part of me that was familiar or is familiar with helplessness is able to rest. And I wasn't, I didn't have to seek it out in my day-to-day life anymore. But that journey, that journey took a lot of self-honesty and really there's so many emotions and feelings out there that we're told that we shouldn't enjoy or, you know, shouldn't express because it's quote bad, right? Because if I walk up to someone and say, oh my God, I love the feeling of being helpless. Some people might not get it, but the reality is that feeling is something I grew up with. So it has a special place in my heart. And quite frankly, my soul, your soul, our souls, it doesn't care what society deems bad or not. It just likes or is familiar with whatever feeling that we were raised with. So it really depends on how we grew up. So I want you to pause for a second here and think if there's any quote negative feeling that you might actually enjoy that society has deemed bad right? Take the next three examples, for instance. Does jealousy, laziness, manipulation, any of these resonate with you even just like a little bit? Because technically all three of these are quote bad characteristics and qualities, right? Like you don't really want to be jealous and lazy and manipulative in your day-to-day life. But regardless, you know, a part of you still gets a kick out of it. So through BDSM and kink, you can build a consenting and ethical scene that highlights these types of feelings, which of course, then you're able to release them in a fun, kinky way. And really, I can easily build a scene that highlights the feelings of helplessness and manipulation in the same storyline. And at the end of it, everyone involved gets to release and play, really, the highlight here is play within those quote, bad characteristics, then we're able to restore the balance between myself and my partner, you know, through our aftercare practices. And I just want to take a side note here, right? Aftercare practices is a key component because when you are playing with these characteristics, it's mandatory that you make sure that you restore the balance to how it was before you and your partner started playing. Because if you don't restore the balance and there is a higher chance that you're going to end up feeling these negative feelings outside of the BDSM and kink exchange. And that's where you could end up in a drop. And just to refresh here, a drop is when you experience a physical or emotional decline in what you just did. So even if it's ethical and consenting, you can have these lingering feelings of like, why did I do that? And sometimes that happens when we aren't given reassurance after, or if the power dynamic is not restored properly. But also side note here, this is not 100% foolproof. You could do absolutely everything in your aftercare practice. You could have the most caring partner You can be the most caring partner and you could still end up in a draw because when we are first kind of dipping our toes in or pushing on these things or really exploring these type of characteristics about ourselves, it can be a lot, you know, it can be a lot when we're releasing them too. So just make sure you check in with your partner a day or two later, make sure you have some aftercare practices set up for you even a day or two later, you know, just in case. But honestly, when it comes back to things like helplessness and manipulation, 
how I might view it might be different than how you might view it. So although I don't think it's okay for me to act out in a helpless manner in my day-to-day life, I do acknowledge that there is a part of me that's so familiar with it that I give myself permission to play within that feeling. And for me, this is to help ensure that I don't subconsciously seek it outwardly. But I also want to take this and I don't want you to think that it always has to be around negative feelings. You can try embodying the feelings of pure joy. How does pure joy feel like to you? How would your breath be like if you just won a million dollars? Would you be jumping up and down? Would you be screaming in disbelief? Would you be dancing like no one's watching? Not everything has to be so sad and dreary. And although I still think it's just as much fun to play with those negative feelings as I do happy ones, BDSM and kink is the creative space to explore all. So don't limit yourself when you are exploring cathartic experiences. And speaking of not limiting yourself, don't limit yourself either when it comes to pleasure, which is why on Monday, we will be joined by certified sex educator and relationship coach, Ray Sharasevsky to discuss the realities and basics of anal play. From prepping recommendations, what lube to use, ideal positions, different forms of play that don't include penetration, Monday's episode is going to give you everything you need to know when exploring anal play for the first time. Also, Ray is also going to be co-hosting the Kinky Wellness Summit, which I'm super excited for. And Ray is going to be back on January 8th to give a further preview of what to expect with the summit. But next week is all about anal play. And speaking of the summit, the Kinky Wellness Summit is here to help you redesign your sex life in just one weekend and is happening from February 22nd to February 25th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Early bird tickets are still going on right now, making it the perfect time to buy because next month, the price will be rising over $200. So this is your time to make an investment in yourself, which your future self will be thanking you for. Because seriously, by attending the Kinky Wellness Online Summit, you're going to be more connected to your sexual self. You'll understand deeper on pleasure anatomy, You'll know how to set sexual goals. You'll enhance your ability to communicate your sexual desires and boundaries, which of course, this will help you communicate in all forms. This is even outside of the bedroom and so, 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 so much more. So again, all the details can be found at www.kinkywellnesssummit.com. And as always, the links will be in the description. But that is it for me on cathartic experiences. I hope that you can take some time this week and really find out if there's any quote negative emotions that society has told you that are bad and, you know, think about them, think about them and think about how you can build them into your BDSM and kink scene, right? Because again, your soul does not care. It doesn't really have this, you know, that's good, that's bad, but you still have to get it out, right? And you can do that in a fun, playful, kinky way through BDSM and kink. But I hope you guys all have a fabulous week. And as always, you guys know what to do. Stay kinky.